State of Digital Publishing is a publication and community for digital publishing and media professionals in new media and technology. In this episode, we speak with Aditya Balandi, CEO of Yukta Media, about media ERP for publishers. Yukta Media is a powerful media ERP for publishers and advertisers that manages cross-channel ad inventory and demand with ease. Let's begin. Hi, Aditya. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Sure. It's my pleasure. I really appreciate the initiative that you have going on. I'm pretty sure that uh, the industry is definitely benefiting from this initiative. So I'm, I'm happy to help out any way I can and share our experiences in working with publishers. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I think that I got recommended by Vivek and you're doing very interesting things in the space and very specific things, uh, particularly around ERP. I think a lot of publishers don't really consider that side of the setup uh, for their business. But um, before we jump into that topic, can you just provide a background about Yukta Media and how you got started and a bit more overview about you guys? Sure, absolutely. So I'll, I'll start with my personal story first. So I got into ad tech uh, uh, more than a decade ago when I first started working at uh, Yahoo in their display advertising division, managing uh, their guaranteed ad server and inventory management system. Uh, so that's how I got uh, uh, exposed to the display advertising world. And then from there on, I moved into Pubmatic and uh, I was the director of product management there, uh, managing their RTB audience and all the other platforms for display advertising. And then after a couple of years there, I decided to start Yukta Media with the focus on automating reporting uh, because as I got exposed to working with a lot of publishers, Pubmatic, one of the major pain points that, uh, that publishers had was uh, aggregating data as they were working with a number of SSPs and DSPs. So to be honest with you, we first used to do this manually and then we realized there are APIs available. So we started implementing APIs and started automating the entire process of data uh, integration, data collection, uh, data processing, and then eventually a data crystallization in our UI. So it's been about seven years uh, since uh, we have been doing this and today, uh, we have uh, media ERP, uh, we have a, a data marketplace, uh, which has over 150 different integrations that publishers can use for collecting their data. So that's, uh, that's kind of how we got uh, started. If you have asked me seven years ago that whether we'll have an ERP back then, I would probably say no. But as we have evolved, we have been able to crystallize the things that we have automated for ad operations, revenue operations, for sales operations into a single platform. And given my experience working at uh, Oracle, which was ERP, it only made sense that uh, what we are doing for publishers end to end on a single platform is rightfully called the media ERP. So that's how uh, the ERP came into being. And uh, today uh, we are very, very blessed and thankful that we are able to work with publishers from the US, from UK, from Middle East, and now expanding into Southeast Asia. Nice, congratulations on that. Um, I know we spoke off, off record as well on some of the projects as well. So it's, it's really exciting to see the growth that you guys are experiencing. Do you consider Yukta Media the, like creating this category? 
I guess if someone has heard this for the first time, how would you explain that to them and why would they need to consider media ERP over like, you know, potentially different platforms which can do things more in a dedicated manner? Uh, that's absolutely correct and, and, and a very interesting question. So when we first started automating activities for ad operations and revenue operations, what we realized was each of the teams within a publisher's organization was kind of working in silos, number one. Right. They were not talking to each other. Everybody was pulling their own data, doing their own thing with the data. And when the executives wanted to get insights into how the business is doing, they would get different insights from different teams. Like the ad operations would say one thing, the revenue operations would say another thing. Sales operations was on a completely different plane. And this was pretty frustrating for the CROs and CEOs in a publisher or publishing network organization. And as the size of uh, the companies grew, this, this problem became extremely chronic. So when we started looking into it, we realized that there is this silos. Uh, secondly, we also realized there's a lot of manual efforts uh, going on in trying to collect and process and get insights from this data. And third, uh, that the teams were not talking to each other. Everybody had their own source of truth and own version of truth. And as we you know, kept talking to uh, the CEOs and CROs, this need uh, became very apparent that everybody had to be looking at the single source of truth. And uh, that single source of truth should be used to drive business decisions. And the only way to do that was to pull all of the data uh, into a single repository and then create applications on top of it so that the needs for ad operations, revenue operations, sales operations, executives are all fulfilled based on that single source of truth. And if you look at this entire thought process, it is an enterprise application thought process. So if you had to find similar examples in other verticals, if you look at manufacturing today or logistics, again, they have all different uh, departments and uh, Oracle and SAP provide ERPs that help bring everybody together on single platform, automate activities, uh, bring in workflows so that teams can collaborate together on that single platform and everybody gets a very unified, holistic, uh, single source of truth view. And that's how I think publishers should start thinking. And the only way to encapsulate this thought process is by calling it a media ERP. So that's kind of how we came up with media ERP. And that seems to be working right now, especially for medium and large size publishers, where there's enough complexity in operations, whether it's ad operations, revenue operations, or sales operations, there's enough complexity that uh, they want everything to be working on a single platform so that they get a holistic view. And just to the second point, what, what are your thoughts about like, is there some disadvantage or advantage looking at objectively, like from what I've experienced across other niches and stuff from what I've seen, because I haven't seen really anything in, in this, in our space as much as yours is offering. Other solutions might have like applications built on top, but it might not be as strong as an individual provider what would you say about comments about that you're absolutely right there that there are point solutions which are very very deep in uh, features and functions for example uh, our media erp doesn't offer viewability solution right so in that case our platform integrates with a viewability vendor so 
there are certain features and functions that will always remain niche, uh, which will need to be integrated into a platform like ours, which is a media ERP. The best part of doing that is you get everything, uh, all the data in a single platform, and yet you're able to leverage the best of the breed point solutions that are out there to address your specific business need. So that's the way we approach it. So it almost becomes like an ecosystem with the media ERP in the center and then point solutions around it. I guess there's flexibility in, in the things that you can integrate or is it um, sort of the final of course. What integration partners you have at the moment? So uh, there's a lot of flexibility in how we integrate. Uh, as a matter of fact, today in our media ERP, there are 50 plus applications or mini applications for uh, ad operations, revenue operations, sales, finance, executives. So we have given enough flexibility that a publisher can integrate with any niche vendor or solution provider, get their data into our platform, and then view it the way they want to view it. So it's almost like uh, you can get all the data and then uh, do slicing and dicing of that data any which way you want, and then do your data-driven decision-making through this centralized platform. Just quickly looking at the sort of overall trends and state of play at the moment, like, is there anything more nuanced that you're seeing at the moment that's sort of causing catalyst for people to consider media ERP? Things like third party, the end of third party cookie tracking or other things playing into factor. Definitely, there's a lot of change happening in the industry right now. And you rightly pointed out, you know, third party cookies are going away being just one of the change. I would say uh, there are a couple of very uh, key factors that are uh, help us start the conversation or uh, is the reason why publishers reach out to us. Number one is publishers have realized that it's not going to be very effective to run their business in a siloed manner, manually and on Excels. That's, uh, those, uh, those days are gone. Because doing business that way just, just doesn't help them get the insights and doesn't help them uh, tap into the opportunities that will help them grow. So as publishers are looking for new ways to grow their revenue, to engage with their audience, they want to look for a platform where all of this data can come together and can be leveraged by different teams in a very cohesive manner. So that seems to be one of the top reasons why publishers reach out to us. The other is uh, obviously there is so much data out there in this age of programmatic that you almost, if you want to make the best and most out of the data, you almost need like a mini engineering team to be able to get uh, that data consistently process it and make sense out of it. So instead of uh, building their own, they come to us and leverage our platform, which is already uh, you know, custom built or purpose built uh, to address their specific needs. So that seems to be the other reason, which is uh, leveraging a, a platform that's built for their industry and their business. So that's the second reason. And third reason is with third party cookies going away, uh, there's a lot of uh, first party data that needs to be gathered. And uh, we do help publishers in gathering first party data and help publishers understand their customer journeys and uh, leverage that data for uh, advanced analysis to build out the right content to increase the engagement with their customers. So these are three or four reasons 
why publishers are reaching out to us and it's, it's very very encouraging to see that uh, now publishers are thinking more holistically in enterprise manner and also thinking long term as opposed to trying to work with platforms that can just you know monetize the inventory and cut them a check at the end of the month thank you for sharing that yeah definitely i think we're in agreement on the, some of the key trends there and it's validated to see that that's helping with uh yukta media's goals and mission i'd like to jump straight into the case study because i think it'll be really good to see explain what the process was like to be able to help some of these publishers so that they can practically grasp what what the process looks like so the case study that you shared with me today which is on the website which we'll share in the link in the a podcast post was around how Yukta once saved uh, a publisher network from ad revenue operations collapse i believe it says that it was a large publisher network with 1500 publishers which is pretty massive can you give a background about that and what what happened with them as a publisher when you're kind of thinking of how the business is currently running you need to look out for some red flags to you know or problem areas and uh, for one of uh, the publisher networks uh, that we worked with the problem areas were number one the billing and reconciliation process was delayed and inaccurate and if i had to pick one area which the publishers or publisher networks should really really focus on and make sure is not broken is billing and reconciliation because it has direct impact on the revenue and if done incorrectly or if it is incorrect it also creates a big legal liability so this is one of the uh, key areas that publishers should always look at to make sure it is running as expected that was one of the key areas where this particular publisher network was having issues which was billing and reconciliation was delayed and inaccurate secondly there was no revenue visibility uh, to the publishers in the network so because they were working with a large number of publishers in their network the publishers in the network wanted to know how much revenue is being generated is the revenue share being honored or not and what other opportunities there are so on and so forth but because the data was massive and it took a very long time to process the data the publisher network was not able to share these insights with the publishers so that was uh, the other pain point uh, some publishers left the network because you know they were keen on getting these insights but the network was not able to provide that the third was very rudimentary yield optimization so obviously this publisher network was working with more than 25 different demand partners uh, trying to make sure that they make the highest possible revenue for each ad opportunity but again not having a automated platform in place which could co- collect and process this data and give insights uh, most of Uh, the analysis was done like on a weekly basis and uh, at a very high level uh, and in the world of programmatic that is just not uh, sufficient that was another very critical pain point that had to be addressed then the executives did not have the visibility to what was going on in the business right whether the uh, sales goals were going to be met or revenue goals were going to be met or not right and uh, like i mentioned before this is you know when you talk to crs and ceos this is their number one uh, pain point which is hey i don't know exactly what's going on so this issue had to be addressed and then uh, last but not the least because there was so much data and the publishing network was not able to process the data they just could not make the most and best out of the data that was available to them 
uh, they they had tried using a, a provider for data aggregation but that didn't really work out for them so those were the key kind of pain points that uh, this publisher network had when we started first engaging with them that's pretty clear and aditya what i can tell from the case study is that because he had all those applications that addressed their needs it was just pretty much onboarding and integrating a lot of those gaps with within your erp was as simple as that or like i just want to make sure that our audience understands what the process looks like so that way sure. they're not underestimating the process a lot of times when publishers work with point solutions they are used to you know a self serve just a turn it on and use it kind of a platform but in case of media erp that's not the case for example if you were in manufacturing you were to implement oracle erp it's not going to get implemented in one day so the way publishers have to think of media erp is an opportunity to take a step back and evaluate how uh, their current processes are and how they should be with a media erp in the picture so what we do is uh, we work with the publishers from uh, and their teams from uh, different organizations like uh, ad operations revenue operations sales operations we engage with all of these teams and really understand what their end to end process is like and with media erp in picture how those new processes should be if there is a room for improving the process with the help of the media erp then uh, those changes in the process should be done so it really helps the publishers to kind of take a step back and think through how the new process should be because there's a lot of time saved with the platform in picture and um, it can free up a lot of people and that's one of the reason why it's best to take a step back so that's the first thing we do we understand the processes we take a step back and uh, help the publisher understand uh, what the new processes should be like with the erp in picture so that's the first step then once that is done uh, we work with the publisher to uh, create a onboarding roadmap which includes data integrations to onboard their data to understand their ad server setup to understand their demand partner setup so that the data can be pulled in correctly mapped correctly and then once it's pulled in and, and mapped then we push it into our platform and typically uh, we first roll out the ad operations uh, applications which includes uh, you know programmatic revenue direct campaigns revenue uh, so on and so forth so basically all of these basic revenue related apps are first rolled out with the data uh, so that the ad operations team and the revenue operations team can feel comfortable with that data and we work very closely with the publisher to validate that data and then once these basic applications are rolled out then we roll out other applications uh, that are relevant to sales operations or for executives so that's how the ramp up happens uh, it usually takes anywhere from 3 to 5 weeks to completely ramp up and then we continue to add new applications as needed or new demand partners as needed our engineering team takes complete uh, ownership of making sure that uh, the data is uh, complete accurate and that the publisher does not have to spend any technical resources uh, to manage any of the data uh, related activities that's typically how we roll it out and i can see from some of the results like 
the amount of time it took for billing, which you said was really important, was improved by 83%, so down to 15 days. And there was improvement in inefficiencies, which was really awesome to see. You said as well about data engineers take responsibility of managing the data and mapping. Who during the onboarding process should take responsibility on the engagement of changing over to a new technology solution? And it, should they hire someone in particular if they don't have that role available in the organization? And, and why do you think that's the case? Uh, typically within a publisher's organization, uh, based on our uh, engagement with the publisher, in the first phase or in the discovery phase, we engage with almost everybody in the publisher's uh, organization, folks from ad operations, revenue operations, etc. And then once that is, you know, once that uh, process has been finalized, then we uh, work one-on-one with uh, folks from ad operations. Then we will work one-on-one with uh, folks from revenue operations, uh, then from sales. That's kind of all we need from a, a business input perspective to make sure that we are covering all the use cases that these teams have. Other than that, we don't need any kind of technical help from a publisher. If we are working with a demand partner that which has you know data-related issues, our data operations team takes care of that communication and addressing those issues because we are very, very familiar with various demand partners and the issues that can come up. So we really don't need anyone technical. So publishers don't need to hire anybody new from a when the rollout is happening. Only their uh, subject matter experts uh, from various departments are, are uh, good enough. So you think it's important to have a council as opposed to someone who's like the internal champion to manage this whole stack, I guess, because it obviously involves different areas of the business. That's correct. In terms of anything else, like from this case study that you put from the ad publisher network, it seems like reporting was also something that was added on. Is that something that you're suggesting that that also happens in order to have that one source of truth or what what do you see in which applications that different people might use different reporting tools? Yes. So each team uh, has uh, different applications assigned to them. And the best part is that in, uh, in our platform, we have very robust user management and uh, roles and permissioning. The data that somebody in finance would be able to see uh, not necessarily would be seen by somebody in you know, sales operations, for example. Even though the data is all unified, the access to data is limited based on the roles and permissions associated with each user. So, and hence each user will see different applications when they log into the platform. That's one thing. Second thing is we give each user the ability to slice and dice the data. They can create their custom dashboards. Uh, they can uh, they can create their custom alerts and uh, do other things which are very, very specific uh, to their role. For example, they can also share the data through email, through PowerPoint, through downloaded Excel. And we also give the ability to chat within the platform itself so that the users who are using the platform can collaborate within the platform itself. Again, the focus is really heavy on collaboration, data access, and making sure that uh, all the users are able to make the most out of it. Then we also have an element of workflow. For example, if you're generating payouts for the publishers within your network, once the publishers are created, the VP of finance or VP of revenue or director of revenue can approve those. And then once those payouts are approved, only then 
the publishers within the network will get notifications telling them that they have been paid, how much they have been paid, so on and so forth. And that then that same data goes into like a finance system, like a QuickBooks or any other financial system. Again, that is also very workflow driven and everything is auditable so that you know exactly which change was made when. So there are some customers who are exposed to SOX compliance. They can exactly see during the audit who made the change, what change was made. So this is really truly enterprise thought process. And then last but not the least, publishers within the network can also log in and see and also collaborate with the support teams within a publisher's organization in case the publishers have any questions around their revenue or any other data that is exposed to them. Again, the whole idea is to make sure that each uh, persona's use case is addressed and then various folks are able to collaborate. There is workflow and audit and that's the kind of thought process we have put into the dashboard and the platform. I guess looking ahead and those who want to potentially consider their own um, sort of workflow and, and its strategy. I know you mentioned the important of mapping them out, uh, but what would be the main advice you'd give for legacy publishers and for new publishers who want to go down this path? So basically, I would say that think long-term and think strategic. A lot of publishers sometimes end up thinking uh, too short-term and just focus on the immediate revenue. And what publishers need to think about is, yes, revenue is necessary and critical, but at the same time, they also have to think a little bit strategically to figure out how that revenue can be increased and what all things do they need to have in place to increase that revenue. That just doesn't mean adding a bunch of demand partners. Even if those demand partners are added, how do you know uh, which demand partner is actually working well, which ad unit is working well, or uh, where uh, your audiences are spending time, where the engagement is higher. All of these things have to be thought through, analyzed, and then acted upon. So in order to do all of that, it needs time and it needs a platform that can help you do all of these activities in holistic and cohesive manner. So if that is the vision, then definitely they should think of a media ERP. And if there are definitely some red flags or areas that are broken, like billing reconciliation, uh, yield optimization, or a lack of ability to manage data, those are telltale signs that you know it's time to look at a platform where uh, all of these things can be addressed uh, holistically. So that's kind of what I would suggest. So better to get started from the beginning um, and long-term vision. Um, yes. What do you define as long-term? Like, what would be reasonable to be think, consider long-term? Is it a couple of years or is it five years? Or I would say at least six to 18 months is what they should be looking ahead because again, ad tech moves very, very fast. And in the last year, we have seen how OTT just came up and grew like crazy. So in this rapidly changing world, I would say six to 18 months is the time window they should be looking at and planning for so that uh, they can implement a platform like this in month, month and a half and really aggressively go behind that uh, six to 18 months uh, time window. Aditya, any final words or advice you'd like to share with the audience? Especially for publishers, I would like to say that uh, last year has been tough uh, due to COVID. Things before that were even, you know, it, it, were, it was just getting tougher uh, due to all the walled gardens and everything. 
but uh, I believe with uh, platforms uh, like ours that are available, publishers can take back control. And now is the time to really invest and take back control so that they can uh, build a long-term relationship with their audiences and really grow uh, their audience base and their content base in that process, generate revenue as well. Exactly, take control and, and uh, develop direct relationships. Yes. Absolutely, Aditya. And with that, Aditya, I'd like to thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the State of Digital Publishing podcast. Listen to past and upcoming episodes across all major podcast networks. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and join our community groups. Finally, visit stateofdigitalpublishing.com for premium information, resources, and become a member today. Until next time. 